Broadcasting live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette. Two hours of sports talk like none other. Footnotes with your host, Kevin Foote. Welcome into Footnotes. Kevin Foote on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Simulcast on Stadium 32.3. 133 on LUS Fiber to Game Hotline 706-0111 on this I don't know what are we going to call it comatose numbness state of numbness Monday edition of footnotes it's just we've been here before since um, since the day Breeze and Casper the Quitter arrived, this is not really new. Nine times out of those years, the Saints are either two and two, one and three, or zero oh and four. Seven times they were, they got off to good starts. Now they didn't always play well, but at least the record wise, they got off to good starts. Um, twice they've been 4-0 after four games. Five times they've been 3-1. and Four times they've been 2-2. and Three times they've been 1-3. Twice they've been 0-4. So nine of the 17 times since, you know, since Katrina, they've not had a winning first four games. And if they don't win Sunday... They won't even have a break-even first four games. You hope that preseason football kind of ends after week three. Um, I basically saw two preseason football games yesterday, the Saints and the Broncos and the, and the, and the Cheaters last night. And there are there's no question neither one of those teams are all on the same page. I mean, they, I was a that was preseason football, offensively anyway. I, I think I, I, the Broncos are actually playing better defense this year than I expected them to play. Now, the they you know the Titans. I mean, the Texans aren't a real good offense. Seattle's not a real good offense. In the in the first half, the defense played terrible against Seattle. Played very well in the second half against Seattle, but they play well. But again, that, those are you know all in preseason mode. Uh, Broncos game, Saints game. The difference is, in, in watching that game, I don't know about th- a little over halfway through the fourth quarter. I'm, you know, I'm hoping the Broncos won and they won, and that was great. But I'm thinking, man, it must be nice for the officials to just let you decide a low-scoring slugging game fest. I just, I just wish the Saints would have had that opportunity. Instead, the officials started ma- had a rash there where they just all of a sudden out of the blue starts making up calls and, and, and stole the opportunity from the Saints to, to try to win an ugly preseason, low-scoring game between two good defenses. Uh, and the Broncos got that opportunity, and they, and they made the defensive plays down the stretch to make it happen. And so that was, that was great. But it was um, – Yesterday, there were three teams. We talked about this last week. It, it, it was not good. Not a good circumstance game. 
Not a good circumstance game. Yesterday in the NFL, there were three teams that were 0-2 and playing at home. All three won. It, not good. it was not good from day one. We, I mentioned that last Monday and a couple other times. The Titans were 0-2. They won. The, we talked about the Colts. The Colts were 0-2 playing at home and beat the Chiefs. And the Arnolds were 0-2 playing at home and beat the Saints. So all three teams that were 0-2, you never want to play a team that's 0-2 on the road. You don't want to do it. Not a good, not a good circumstance game. Now, coulda, shoulda, woulda. The Saints coulda won. Of course, it didn't take much of an imagination. You don't give up. You make two field goals. The officials don't make up calls. And forty-one doesn't fumble and give them seven points. You win the game. I mean, those are all things that should never happen. Like. An NFL kicker's got to make field goals. I mean, in my mind, the number one problem on this team is Will Lutz. Like, make a field goal, idiot. So I need Will Lutz to start making field goals. I need the offense to to, to get out of preseason mode because it's time. Like, Like, come on now. It's time. The defense, like, why did Marcus May not play? Like, we they got to get guys that play. The defense overall did an okay, did a fine job yesterday. The defense was not the problem. Now, they, if they, even with Will Lutz looking like a high school kicker, even with 41 giving them a touchdown, just giving them one, if they just tackle LaVisca Chenault, on two plays, they probably still win the game. Like, LaVisca Chennault didn't even play the first two weeks. He didn't do anything the whole game. They throw an underneath route. If they just tackle him on the underneath route, they have a very still very good chance to win the game. And it's certainly if they tackle him, they throw a scream, oh, it must be nice to be Baker Mayfield. You do nothing the whole game. You throw one little pass out to the flat, the guy goes 60 yards, and, and you look like <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, and then a whole, you know, it wasn't, the officiating wasn't as bad as that one stretch in the second half against the Yucks. But, like, why, why did they have to make up calls? They just make it up. Like, for the second straight week, I thought the Saints pregame script or whatever they call it was good like they they the, that first drive they they picked up some first downs they threw a pass underneath and he they throw it they get a penalty and then they throw a nice pass overcome it they throw a nice pass over the middle and then they want to make up a call they're in the 20 some yard line great nice pass over the middle things are going well and and, and they and, and and this idiot just makes up a call he just makes it up it didn't happen why does this keep happening? And then the offense, you know, does nothing for like a quarter and a half. Well, no, it got another first down on second and two dive play up the middle for, for a first down, and they call holding. Took another one off the, off the board. 
on a second and two dive play. They call it a holding. With all the holding that takes place in the game, you're going to call a holding on a second and two dive play? And you're going to make a – I mean, it's, it's just awful. And then, of course, you just give them a touchdown. Fumble and just give them a touchdown. Uh, did anyone notice that uh, Z28, 41, like, he didn't, I need him to play hard more often. Like, you, it was pretty obvious coming out of half after a first half of just loafing around, he was playing much harder in the, in the third quarter. He actually made some good runs. It didn't just fall down right when they touched him. I need him to be a little more focused for four quarters. That that would be nice. Um, why you know again why they can't be more consistent in the in the underneath passing game? I don't know. Just it's got it's got to start soon. Obviously, if Jameis stays healthy and they keep playing him. And and he can play the whole season. Uh, they're going to hit a lot of big plays down the field, like more big plays down the field that maybe have ever been completed in the in the history of the Saints. But they've got to you, you've got to have more underneath stuff, and it's got to be more consistent. Of course, again, I, I watched a game last night. Russell Wilson, Jimmy, they they, they didn't complete very many underneath passes either. It's just, it just didn't happen. Uh, but but no, they they've gotta they've gotta get better on offense, and I and I think that will come. You know, it seems like Jameis has been here for a while, but he still never played one midseason game for this team. Like, it's possible that we'll get to think about it. He's never. He's never even gotten to like we've never even said okay okay let's get to midseason or late season he's never played one midseason or late season game. Well, I guess you could argue that Tampa game last year was midseason. He was playing okay in it, but it's just we got to get to that point. But you got to get wins. You just you gotta an NFL kicker's got to make field goals. If the weather conditions are bad, that's one thing. That's not been the case. They've been playing indoors. He can't even the kick he made at Atlanta was his. Now the the last kick was a, was a great kick, the game winner. But even the kick he made earlier was just just some live. I hate horizontal kicking. I hate it. Like what's with this horizontal junk? Up and down. That's what I need. Up and down. This idiot waited for him all last year. Now he looks like a high school kick with this horizontal junk. Awful. Let's go to the game hotline. Hello. Hello, guys. Jacob. Howdy, sir. Hey, man. Um, trying to trying to be positive in this Monday, man. But you know, I have a few points, man. I want to bring up. You know, last week we talked about the Red Rocket maybe coming in, and I see Jameis. He's slinging it, but man, he. Like RP3 said earlier, he, he's only playing 40%, man. If you, you brought up if James stays healthy. He's not even healthy right now. He's not even healthy right now. But we're, we're, he looks scared. It looks like a, a wounded duck out there. It just 
Alvin Kamara and him aren't on the same page. He's screaming at Alvin Kamara, catch the ball, catch the ball. I'm like, we, we need a leader. We don't need somebody that, that is just going to be a, a Debbie Downer and just screaming and, and just playing like he's he's dead out there. It's just it's depressing. And um, I just feel at this point, you know, we need – we need some. We need we need somebody else to call the freaking plays, man. Pete Carmichael is stuck in the freaking dinosaur ages. You know he's not. I don't know. I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm trying to be positive, but at this point, it's it's very it's very depressing watching the Saints. You know, I get all hyped up all week, and then Sunday comes, and the first half, I just want to. I just want to go and cry in the corner. I understand. I understand. It, it, it's extremely frustrating. And look, I, I just. We've been down this road before, just looking awful coming out of preseason. Uh, hopefully it changes, you know, by, by midseason it changes. And if it doesn't, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I, I look, there is no future in Andy Dalton, none. I, now, I want to win now, too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I want to win. But one thing that has to happen in my mind after this season is they have to know whether Jameis can be the quarterback of the future or they need to cut bait and, and and do whatever. I mean, you have to know that. Like, there is no future in Andy Dalton. He's never been other, anything other than slightly above average. And the last time he got any extended playing time, he was horrific. Horrific. And so right. there and he- is no future in him. That That doesn't do me any good to play him. None. And because he completed a bunch of practices in a preseason game means nothing. Jameis Winston looked great in the one, two drives he had in the pre. That means nothing, nothing. No, it means nothing. But, I mean, he's hurt. Jameis Winston's he's not playing 100%, and it's obvious. I'd rather have a 100% quarterback that's average than a, a 40% quarterback that's, I mean, you, you see the results. It's, yeah, uh, I just, I, I again, I don't, I don't know. Again, I, 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 I guess it's easy to say he's not playing well because he's hurt or is he not playing well because he just has, you know, he was out. He missed more days in camp than Tom Brady did. Like, he, you know, he, Michael Thomas didn't play in camp and he didn't hardly play in camp. They didn't play in any preseason. They're just not ready. Or, and how much of it is they're not ready? How much of it is that they're hurt? How much of it is the play calling, like you mentioned? I mean, I, I it's... It's you know there's no way of knowing that we're all guessing but it, it is certainly bad no matter how you look at it I agree with you. Bob, good. I appreciate I'll the call. There. Now to Pete Carmichael I I said it. Many of you said it. Um, the Saints need to run the football in this game. How often did we say that last week? And look, if you didn't say it, then I'm not talking about you. But how many of y'all, let's think about this now. How many of us said, either agreed with me or someone else who said it, or said it themselves? Saints need to run the football. Well, I was ready to abandon the run pretty quick. Pete Carmichael wasn't like he you got to give him credit for okay they went in we got it we got to run the football and you run the football for several reasons one of them is to help the offensive line protect the quarterback which has been an issue another one is to hopefully take advantage and make some good gains running the football and they had a few 
and you and, and it's to keep the defense honest. Keep the defense from just blitzing and blitzing and blitzing and killing your quarterback. And so he, you know, again, there were plenty of times. I I, I understand the criticism of, of, the, of the play calling yesterday. But they stuck with, they kept running the football. And it, they, it got to the fourth quarter. I'm like, man, you can't run the football anymore. But I guess you got to give them credit because we all, most of us said, got to run the football, got to run the football. And he, they went in and they were determined to try to run the football. And I, and it's hard to just bash them for it because they were just, they actually had more discipline than we did. And yet, I don't know, there were plenty of times like, man, okay, we got to stop throwing incomplete pass and then running it on second and 10. Or, or or complete a pass for three yards or whatever, and then running it on second and ten, uh, and then it's third and seven. It seemed like that was happening way too often. So I understand the frustration with the play calling, but again, how many of us said, got to run the football, and then he's running the football, and they were saying, oh, you're an idiot. So I kept trying to tell myself, look, idiot, you said you wanted him to run the football, and that's what they're doing. I Frustrating, no question. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Hey, Kevin. Holly. Hey, <clears throat> have you seen as many personal foul calls called against a team with that <clears throat> the other guy didn't even go down? Like you talking about on the on the well, like yeah, the the chop the block chop or whatever, out, personal yeah. foul, just making it, up. just making it up. He just made it, and up. then like on, on a missed tackle, bro. Last week, yeah, just making it up. It's it's unbelievable. Anyways, I think the biggest problem on this team right now is like they don't know what to do when the other team blitzes. They have no idea. Like, how can someone get free every blitz? They don't know what to do, and it is like it's frustrating. You know, this is the NFL, bro. You, you, I think this is coaching. It has to be. Uh, I just, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Isn't I mean, there like I, a hot I, I, I read thought, or something or like call out protection? Well, yeah, well, he's got to, he, again, he's got to, they've got to be able to, they got to throw more slants or throw more sharp, you know, to, to get rid of the ball, no question, yes. Like they have no idea what to do when the other team blitzes. It's and hard it, to know it, it, if James it's, you killed. know, yeah, it's hard of it to know how much of it is on Jameis, just getting rid of the ball. You got to have someone to get rid of the ball, too. Um, and, you know, again, it's it, like, it, it's hard to know they, that. People keep on bringing up, dumping it off to Alan Kamara. Well, he has, to, he has to stay back and do pass protection. You know, he has to block. He also has to catch the ball when they throw it to him. Like, he, yeah. he, he doesn't I mean, catch dude, it. He hasn't been catching it very often. Uh, you know, he, he quit last season several times, and I didn't, I'm not saying he quit yesterday, but there was a marked difference with how he ran the ball in the first half and in the third quarter when it looked like he was actually trying. I need him to try a little, few more, a little more often. Yeah, and then now we go to go, got to go to London, and we don't know if Michael Thomas is healthy or Jarvis Landry. Like, yeah, the whole injury. And, you know, like, is... I think, so, like, I have some optimism about going to London and playing against the Vikings, just like a slight. Well, I'm glad know? the I'm glad the Vikings like, won our back yesterday. Back is against at least. the wall right now. Well, I hope. 
Yeah, no, it needs to happen, but you got to have bodies first. Uh, it, you know, it, 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 it's, I'm just so, like I said, state of numbness. Is Maybe just, like Deontay Hardy will be healthy. Maybe he needs to change his name back to Harris. Maybe they need he needs to play and they need to throw it to him. Like, why was he inactive? And in Dwayne Washington, he needs to never return kickoffs again, ever. That dude. Ever. I cannot believe he returned. I don't I don't understand why people doing? don't understand. Just stay in the end zone, Cat. I don't need you to try to play hero for me. You're going to blow the game like they did in Tennessee last year. Just stupidity. All right, let me get Everyone, to a timeout. All right, all, right. all right, thanks. We'll take that timeout. We'll be back on the game hotline. No, we'll be back on the game Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. It's not uncommon here on Footnotes for Kevin Foote's voice and his blood pressure to rise rapidly during the show. The fat guys like you and me need to be watching mop-up time just like the stars do. Sometimes it rises a little too high. That is stupid. Stupid. Not to worry, we have EMT standing by just in case Foot passes out. Back to more Footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game, Southwest Louisiana sports station, your home. For the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros, the game hotline is 706-0111. Want to remind you about the 13th gate. If you would like to win VIP tickets to the 13th gate giveaway, legendary haunted house attraction, where you don't have to wait in line, you can go scare yourself a whole lot quicker than everybody else. You simply need to register the Game Rewards Club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com. Today, you might win a pair of VIP tickets to the 13th gate, courtesy of Midnight Productions and the Game 1037 Lafayette 1041 Lake Charles. Again, two hours of open phone line. Look, if you are a um, you know a fan of someone else, or a Saints hater, or a Cajun hater, or you know an LSU fan, I mean LSU has had their second bye week in the last four, but they had one really bad performance and one really good performance, and in two bye weeks. But so I mean, if you're an LSU fan, you're feeling pretty good. So certainly feel free to to call. Congratulations to McNeese; they got their first win of the year, like we discussed. Uh, with Tom on, on Friday. So uh, no matter who it's against, still feels good to win. And so um, we can, uh, you know, congratulations to them. And if you are, you know, a high school football fan, first and foremost in your team one, congratulations, good for you. But for most of us, you know, in this area anyway, uh, I'm sure there's, you know, there's a lot of LSU. UL, there's a lot of UL and Saints fans in this area, and there's a lot of LSU and Saints fans in this area. And some of them are, you know, really, really, really down, and some of them are, well, one good and one bad. And so it's um, not good. That was not a good performance for the Cajuns. I thought the Cajuns played better. But there were a couple of just glaring mistakes that you just, you know, the defense overall played well in that, in that it forced two turnovers, 
and kept you in the game, but also gave up a 75-yard run and an 89-yard. Like, you can't be giving that stuff up with, a, with the experienced safeties that they have. That, that, was, that was not good. Not good. And, of course, it's real easy. It's even easier. It's pretty easy to say, even with all the bad play, you know, you got an NFL kicker. If he can make his kicks, make all his makeable kicks, it's the NFL cat, make your kicks. And if the officials just don't make up a call and you don't fumble it, I mean, all of those are things that should not happen. If just those three things, you, the officials don't make up calls, you don't give them a, a, a scoop and score, which shouldn't happen. NFL officials shouldn't make up calls and the NFL kicker make his kicks, the Saints win. It's even easier for the Cajuns, in my mind. A lot of bad stuff, no question. A lot of stuff to question. A lot of stuff to get angry about, but it's real easy. It's a 23-yard field goal. Make 23-yard field goals and don't snap the ball over the punter's head. Real easy. If those two things don't happen, they win. Got to better make 23-yard field goals, Division One. Got to You got to better make 30-yard field goals in the NFL. And, and you got to not give them the ball in the eight-yard line because you couldn't get a punt off. I mean, to me, for the Cajuns, it's just that easy. Now, are there a lot of other issues to be concerned about? Of course. But if they do, if, they, if those things just happen, and all those things are like 90%, those, I'm, not, I'm not talking about it's a jump ball. I'm talking about, 90 to between 90 and 100% of the time, those things, I'm those five things should happen. NFL kickers should make makeable kicks. Okay, you might say 80% of the time. Got to make them. You're an NFL cat. If the wind's not blowing, if it's not windy, if it's not raining, you're not playing on the sloppy, you got to better make that. Scooping scores. Should should ninety percent of the time that should that you carry the ball that should never happen, and NFL officials should not make up calls for no reason. Just make them up. That should never happen. Those are all things that should never happen. Now you're gonna miss a few kicks, so that one's maybe more like seventy five to eighty percent. But again, I'm not talking about stretches here. I'm talking about things that should never happen. You should make every twenty three yard field goal. Really, that's that should be 90-some percent of the time you're going to make a 23-yard field goal. And 90-some percent of the time, you, you should be able to get a punt off. I'm not talking about stretches here. If all those 80 to 90 percent things happen, the Saints, even though they got a lot of issues, the Saints win and the Cajuns win. So all that has, those things happen, you win. But you got to make those things happen. I tell my son Russ all the time. Russ, you got to master the basics, the basic things that you have to do every day. You got to make those routine. You can't fight the basics. 23-yard field goal is basic. I'm sorry. 30-yard field goal in the NFL, that's basic. I'm sorry. Getting a punt off, that's that's basic. That should happen over 90% to between 90 and 100% of the time. Got to happen. Those are basic things that have got to happen. <clears throat> all those other things that we're all upset about and people, 
Yeah, they should happen, but those are not 90 to 100% things that should happen. If you do the 90% things, you win. We got it. We got to complete more passes. Yeah, got to run the ball better. The other de- the defense is trying. That's not a hundred. That's not a. That's not even a seventy percent. That's not even a sixty percent proposition. Running the football well. That, that, that that's way down. That's not even close to a ninety percent proposition. You got to do the. You got to master the basics. You got to be able to do the ninety percent things. And all those two teams had to do to win those two games was due to 90% things. I'm handing it off. The other team should not score. When I'm in the huddle and I hand the ball off, the other team should not score. That, that this, this, this is a 90-some percent thing. I got to do the 90-something percent things right. That's got to be done. That's got to be a given. An official should not just make up a call. That should never happen. That's got to be a 90% thing. I don't make up a call as an NFL official. I just need the 90% things to become 90-something percent things. And if those two things happen, the Saints win, the Cajuns win. You got to be able to master the basics. You got to do the basics. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Good morning. Good morning. You're not as good at, as we thought. Aaron Brooks is back in New Orleans. Three, three preseason games. There's no way of knowing that. It's, 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 it's regular season. You lost two division games. Shouldn't it's be playing division games yet. Get it Shouldn't be. Stubborn, get it out your stubborn mind. You lost two division games. You can't lose another one. You have to win – your rest of your All division that division game, game stuff means nothing. We shouldn't even be playoffs. playing division get games until until we get it's out of preseason mode. But all that division, the only thing that div- people keep saying that, the only thing that division games matter is if you're tied at the end of the season. It means nothing other than that. But nothing. If you don't win a division game and you win the rest of your games, you don't make the playoffs. Wait, say that again? I said, if you don't win a division game and you win the rest of your game. Oh, yeah, you make the playoffs. Yeah, you, How you make the playoffs? You, ele- you didn't you, want a division. You 11 and 6. Your division. your division games only matter if there's a tiebreaker. If I win all my other games and go 0 and 6 in the division, I'm well, in the playoffs. Don't, I may don't even win the division. You're another game this year. The, the way you're, the, all the way this division playing. game stuff you're, is overrated. You need to play Andy Dalton. You don't want you, you don't want to believe Andy Dalton needs to be your starting quarterback. No. Not not an announcer no. making excuses. No. Your quarterback have a no. bad back. There's no but have a bad back when he's playing for. No. That's all they kept saying during the game. Oh, he must. Oh, I have no it. idea on his injury. Again, I, I have no idea, it. and neither now, do you, and neither does anyone no, else. No, no one knows. cheating. I never seen no bad calls they made against you. Oh come you, on! You, you jump offside twice. You hell one time. I mean, come so on. I, so, what? so, so the Saints played an entire game, and the one time they're going to call Holden is on a second and two dive play. That makes sense to you. What the hell? You hell. No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know if he held or not. But 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 the uh, uh when the, when they completed about a twenty something yard pass to what about the twenty something yard line after after overcoming a penalty they they made up a, a, a chop block call that didn't even happen. You just made it up. He just made it up. You can't score a touchdown in three quarters. 
Your offense is bad. It's not. You can't oh, well, I want to. I want to. I want to get better. No, I want to get better. There's plenty of time to get better. We well, played three well, preseason you know, games, but it's time to get running better. Games. You're running out of games. Just got to win. All right. Hope, hopefully you can start Andy Dalton this week. You might no, please Dallas. no. They had the quarterback had to get well for them to win a game. Please no. Please no. All right. Well, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you in a week. All right. Man, who who – Banks is a Patriot fan. Who are they starting to quit? Did I hear that their little quarterback got hurt at the end of that game? I wonder who they're starting this week. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. What was going on, sir? Oh, man, struggling. How are you? Oh, man, struggling. Listen, don't let Banks rile you up, man. That's all he's trying to do. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Listen, uh, so for back-to-back weeks, UL, the Saints, and my Pittsburgh Steelers go down. We complained about Pete Carmichael. But I'd be glad to have Pete Carmichael in Pittsburgh right now. Matt Canada is atrocious. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I still can't believe Mike Tomlin hired Matt Canada. I, I still uh, can't believe that. Well, there's, there, look, there's some backstory to that. Uh, Matt Canada, when he was at Maryland, uh, was able to give a scholarship to Mike Tomlin's son, who had yet to see the field, and... That's that. That's that. Les Miles, Cam Cameron, good old boys type stuff. You know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Right. No, I hear you, but uh, you know, Canada was down here for a while. He he was not impressive. He's terrible. Listen, but before this past game, our yards per attempt are actually worse now than when we had a thirty-eight-year-old quarterback. I, I, mean, I that, didn't think that, that could happen. <laughs> I mean that's ridiculous. Uh, you know, we, I mean we're looking at four and thirteen this year, maybe. Oh no, there's no way. Oh well, okay, okay. I, I just, so, I, I, so I just don't believe. Okay, so Mike, so Mike Tomlin's just gonna do enough just to not finish under five hundred again. This dude is hard headed, just like Les Miles. That that's Les Miles and Cam Cameron. That reminds me of Mike Tomlin in Matt Canada. Well, there's no you question know. he's hard headed. There's no arguing that. <laughs> No he, he's dig, he, look, they gave him a three-year contract, and he's just digging his heels in. He hires from within Terrell Austin, his buddy. Mike Thomas been calling the defenses for, for probably 10, 15 years. If you want to do that, that's fine. I'd go, I'd go ask Todd Haley to come out of retirement and call the plays. Every time we had a good offensive coordinator, we did well. We can't move the ball. It's, it's. I mean, it, no, I, I get, I get the frustration, no question. Well, you know, all the Steelers fans are hollering about, you know, let's throw Bobby Scott in there. Well, guess what? It's not going to change because even with Bobby Scott, we're not going to be able to move the ball because Trubisky came and called audibles at the play at the line of scrimmage. No, I don't think Bobby Scott's the answer, but that's what everybody. They, people love the backup quarterback. <laughs> I mean, look, it's not going to change. Trubisky basically admitted that he cannot call audibles at the line of scrimmage. If it's a horrible play call, you should be able to audible. Now, let me, ask, let, 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 like let, no, let, 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 let me ask you, um, is, are they running Trubisky at all? Are they using his legs at all? I mean, he, he had one of his touchdowns was a, a two-yard run. Of course, I got Najee Harris in fantasy, so, you know, I love that play. But when the Steelers play, fantasy's out the window for me, you know? Right. No, I'm with uh, you there, yeah. Uh, I mean, they ran a bootleg with Trubisky, and, 
uh, uh, look what happens. We score a touchdown. You know, it, it's weird that without J, uh, without T.J. Watt, you know, so he's the one man on defense that can make all the difference. Our run defense is like a sieve right now, and we got one player hurt. Unbelievable. Hang in there. It's three preseason games, but I admit it's frustrating. <laughs> well, you were on the Saints and the, and the oh. Steelers. They, are, they got something common. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Have a good one, brother. You Have too. <clears throat> no, I look. I I I saw a little bit of um, which Steeler game did I see a you know maybe a half a quarter of, but I haven't seen much of it. It's um, no, I I just assumed they would. And again, they've played three preseason games, so I, I I there's still plenty of time for the offense to get better than it was last year. But uh, you know they got offensive line issues like the Saints have, like a lot of teams have offensive line issues. Um. And they're certainly not all on the same page. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back with more on this State of Numbness Monday edition of Footnotes on the Game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Do your loved ones run for cover when watching a game with you? Then Footnotes is the show for you. Time for more footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. Southwest Louisiana sports station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. The game hotline 706-0111. If you would like to get in, Monday night football, Cowboys take on the G-Men, the New York football Giants pregame 7 o'clock kickoff set for 7.30. You can hear all the action right here on the game. 103.7 Lafayette, 104.1 Lake Charles. Um, My first request for this game is that the Cowboys defense not score. If the Cowboys' defense doesn't score or their special teams, I believe I'll win my fantasy game. So I got to have something. I got to salvage something from this mostly lost weekend, although we'll get to the Astros. They helped out a little bit. They helped my mood out a little bit this weekend. Uh, the Orioles kind of own the Astros right now. It was a crazy series. But uh, but anyway, tonight's game, if you're out and about, you would like to hear it certainly encourage you invite you to listen you can hear it right here on the game 1037 lafayette 1041 lake charles i know it's a football monday but want to keep we're down to about a week and a half in the baseball season so the astros won two out of four over the weekend i don't know how they did it they won 11 to 10 and as mariners know about those kind of games they were up by what nine or ten runs yesterday seattle gave up 11 runs in one inning to the Royals and lost 13 to 12. Like, that's impossible. But it happened. Uh, Astros won 11 to 10 Saturday. I wonder if there was any. I wonder if the fact that yesterday it was one to one going to extra innings had anything to do with the fact that it was 11 to 10 the day before. I don't know. So, um, I think maybe so. But, um, but the defense, uh, Christian Javier pitched very well. 
They got very lucky. Really, they shouldn't have won. The only reason they scored in the 10th is because the Dylan Tate threw a, a wild pitch with two outs and a runner on third. And so probably they would have lost the game and he not done that. But they, they got the split. One of the things that happened at the end of that game that I like is that there were two outs, there were two runners in scoring position, and Christian Vasquez got a clutch two-out single. And that's what, when they picked him up, that's what I envisioned him doing a couple times in the playoffs, winning a playoff game maybe once or twice in the postseason because he got a clutch two-out single in the last inning. He hasn't hit any home runs since he came over. I don't need him to hit home runs. I need him to get those clutch two-out singles with runners in scoring position uh, late in games. That's what I need Christian Vasquez to do, and he did that yesterday. That was good to see. So the Astros took two out of four. Again, they're six up on the Yankees with eight to go. The Yankees have eight left to clinch the number one seed. Seattle <clears throat> um, has a four-game lead over the Orioles. Seattle and, and Baltimore both have ten games left. So probably they're going to win, but they better they better start winning. I mean, I don't think the Orioles are going to catch them down four, with, but it's possible. Like They got to start winning. The Cleveland Guardians won their division. The Cleveland Guardians are 10 games up right now. They, they clinched. They won the division crown. In the National League, the Mets, I mean, we've been talking about it for over a, for a long time now. The Braves are going to catch. It's still, they're still a game and a half back. I, there's still time to catch them, but, man, it's starting to get late. The Mets, ha- Mets have a game and a half lead with eight to go. Braves have nine left. They play each other this weekend in Atlanta. The Mets play uh, the Miami Marlins for two at home. Then they go to Atlanta for three. Then they come home for three with the Nationals. The Braves have at the Nationals for three. Then they host the Mets for three over the weekend. And then they finish out with three games in Miami. And in the National League, Padres own a game and a half lead for the second wild card with the Phillies, and the Brewers are one and a half games behind the Phillies. Phillies have 10 games left, including three in Houston, and and the Brewers have nine games left. So that could go down to the wire. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Hello. Go ahead, sir. All right. I don't know. I'm sorry about that. Try to try to call back. Again, the game hotline is 706-0111. 706-0111 if you would like to get in. Um, I know that it's, it's almost all bad. Um, you know, again, LSU won as expected handily. I mean, he's got their first win. Um. But other than that, a lot of bad. All right, we'll take a timeout. That segment went by quick. And we'll come back, finish out the first hour, open phone lines, a whole second hour. Once again on this Monday, we'll be back on the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and Houston Astros. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. And again, <clears throat> there, uh, it's just a lot of negative. But one thing 
once you try to get through all the bad things and all the frustrating things having to do with the Saints' loss in Arnaville yesterday, is Wes Chandler looks really good. Like, he looks better than I thought he would look. And again, if Wes Chandler uh, is the name I, I gave Chris Alave before the Saints even drafted him because watching highlights of him and <clears> – <throat> And then reading his kind of profile, you know, preparing for the draft, I, I, I just that's who he sounded like to me. And man, he to me he moves like him. Uh, I can't explain why he's getting such more of a high volume of targets than the other receivers. I, I don't I don't have any idea. I, I don't I don't know why that is. Why, why does Jameis have that much more of a connection with him? I, I can't explain it. I, I don't know if anyone can other than maybe them. But but I know this. He looks he's better. He looks better. Again, it's three preseason games. I don't want to, you know, crown him as as our old friend would say already, but he looks better than I thought he was gonna look. I, I'm I'm very encouraged. And and it's not just the deep balls. It it's you know the underneath stuff, the sideline stuff. I am um, pretty encouraged with him. That's one good thing. That's it for the first hour. Another hour to follow on the game. Broadcasting live from the Delta Media Studios in Upper Lafayette. Two hours of sports talk like none other. Footnotes with your host Kevin Foot. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foot on the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Again, the game hotline is 706-0111. 706-0111. If you would like to get in, any comments you have on the Saints' loss in Orneville, the Cajuns losing to Monroe, Anything else that happened in the NFL, Major League Baseball, college football, high school football, we don't typically get to on a Monday. But, again, if you saw a game you want to talk about your team, never hesitate to call, and we can discuss that as well. All right, let's go to the game hotline. Hello. Hey, Foot, how you doing this morning? Good, sir. I'm trying anyway. I hear you. I, I want to change the subject a little bit, if you don't mind. Okay. Hey, let me ask you this. How many coaches in America are going to pull your quarter? If you're talking about the Saints and you like their, you like their game plan to start the game, and I understand Coach Dez has his script to start a game, but how many coaches in America are going to score two first two possessions and then pull your quarterback? It comes a time, if you're going to score two possessions in a row, you got to scrap that plan. you got to go with the hot hand. You can't, you can't pull your starting quarterback after he scored twice in a row, number one. Number two, there's no way the coach can look at himself in the mirror and say, I made a decision that is best for my football team. There's no way he can look at himself in the mirror. If he does and says he made a decision best for his football team when he pulled Chandler, he's lying. Well, you know, Chandler has not had a good season. Obviously, that stretch was the best part of the season that he's had so far. Again, this is a... This is he, – he's not making a decision, basically. He's just saying this is what we're doing. 
and they're either going to do it or not do it. Now, the only thing that surprised me about that stretch is in uh, the last game, he started uh, Ben in the second half. I thought that was peculiar. That was the only one where I thought he kind of made a decision instead of just sticking with the script. But, no, look, I get your point. Uh, but, but that, but, but I, I, those first two series, like I channel looked the best he looked all year. Yes. Why not stick with a hot hand, you know? No, I, I think a lot of stick people had to. Until, until they stopped him. A lot of people had the same thought. In fact, I, I believe I tweeted out something like in the middle of that second drive. I'm like, this is when it's going to get interesting because it's the first time that they've done that. Now, the first game they started, the first drive was real good. And after that, if I remember right, it wasn't. But it was the first game they had started out that hot with a scripted game plan where it just kind of clicked. Um, and, and and he stuck with it. I, I You know, again, I, I don't I don't think i don't think that lost the game because chandler didn't do very much after that but um, i think i think that i think that's what just threw off the momentum though i think that that's probably why when when he when he when he did that it just kind of broke it just broke the whole flow of the game and broke the whole momentum i think you can answer your question that chandler didn't do much after that and i went i'm gonna pinpoint it right there to that decision of pulling you know, a, a, a lot point, of no not. get again. Uh, you're not alone. I think a lot of people question that, and and I think he, I don't think they're going to change it. I, look, I thought the quarterback play was poor at Rice. I don't think the quarterback. I don't think the quarterbacks were the problem uh, in, in Monroe. I, I thought the quarterback play overall was pretty good. Um, I, I don't. I think I there were other I issues. Know. I think it was the special teams just lost the game in my mind. Uh, well, I think I think yeah, you could be correct there, but I think changing those quarterbacks is a reason why a lot of the rest of the team play isn't what it isn't up to par. You know, I think it throws your, your probably your lineman, it throws your cadence, it throws you know your receivers got to get used to the ball coming out from two different guys. I think it just throws everybody off. I think you you, you get a guy and you run with him is what he needs to do. I think I think that whole I think that whole plan that two quarterbacks is to not hurt feelings and that coach can't. Coach yeah. football team tonight hurt feelings. I, I, I just look again. I, I, you can't with the when, when they did it with Andre and Levi. It kind of worked. Now the, the the only difference is is I expect Zion Chris to be the starting quarterback next year. So I don't know that you're really building the future for the future with this scenario, unless I'm wrong right. on that. Like you right. were in, in that, the Andre in, Levi Lewis in scenario. Levi, Levi was a young guy coming off of you know the sophomore. You're building for the future. Yeah, like just like you said, you got a you got a, a senior next year and a junior next year. You know, are you gonna do this again next year? Yeah, I don't I just, know. I, I, I just I, don't I, think so. I don't think that's what yeah, you want to do next I don't, year. I don't, I don't think you're gonna. So no, I you that yeah. that part makes it a little different. I appreciate the call, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, Kevin. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Now, I am not a big fan of all the receivers they've played. I've never been a big fan of that. And but so I get his point. I think that hurts continuity when, when, when you have so many different receivers. Um, and to his point, you know, having different quarterbacks could mess that too. But I, I, I think um, I think it's more a receivers thing. But, it, look, very few of us are two quarterback people in theory. Um, I don't really think that's what lost the game. I really don't. I, now, I thought both quarterbacks played bad. At Rice, I thought they both played fine, plenty good enough to win Saturday. Um, it's when, when you do what they're doing, it's tricky. Again, basic. I think what a lot of people are saying is, 
That stuff works at, at that philosophy works at every position. It does not work at quarterback and kicker. And and I think Coach Dez is saying I think it works at every position but kicker. That's kind of what 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 it's looking like. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Kevin. Howdy. How you doing, man? Hey, um, now it's not much of a good morning for me no, neither sir. with the Saints view. I, but you touched on everything. I was really uh, kind of got me going yesterday. I mean, I came and watched it in the same room with my wife, the game. But uh, the holding, the holding, the drive-killing holdings on us. And Carolina don't get a holding penalty until the game's over with two minutes left. Yeah. How, how can they not hold the whole game? We got four number one picks over the last 15 years of picking on defense, and we don't get a holding call. I, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. It was, you know, that, that, that's, been a, that's been a source of frustration for a while. Again, I, if you just let them play for the most part, I'm fine with it, but it just seems like second and two dive play is not the time to call holding. I just... That one, that one really frustrated me. But, um, um, but you got, I, I just, I mean, I've never been a kicker. We've gone over this for years. But like, how hard can it be to make a kick right in the middle of the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. I know this: look at the say. Other than the one that they blocked from sixty some yards to win the Falcon game, I don't think a Saints opposing kickers miss one kick. They make every one right down the middle. And, and we got Will Lutz horizontal kicking. Exactly. Oh, exactly. that's awful. Another thing. Uh, I apologize for not talking to you Friday night. You were walking up to go to uh, the press box. And my wife says, well, you're not going to talk to him? I said, why? I said, we're going to talk about the Astros and Saints all night. He's not going to be able to do his job. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's uh well, you know, the Astros had gotten crushed that night. They they, they didn't score a run. Um so but no, um I don't Yeah, that, my grandson plays for Notre Dame and I had a I had my head up my butt all uh, the whole uh, uh, the pregame. I, I I knew something. I I just wasn't confident at all about that that game and I was, uh but uh I mean I I thought like, Tur- Louis, like Tur- Louis said they they young, they young. You know, we got a lot of First-year starters on the defense. and But, boy, I tell you what, Turling looked good. i got to admit. No, Turling's passing game was really sharp. Oh. Yeah, was oh. really sharp that night. They were pretty good. All right, Kev. I appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. Right. No, I don't ever hesitate to stop. Now, you know, I might be in, as we say, hot pursuit here and there. Might I better talk long, but uh appreciate um, that phone call. All right, let's go back to the game hotline hello yes hello i, I want to start off but uh i want to start off with ul and i'm gonna end up with the saints okay uh the ul quarterback situation uh the two quarterback situation i, I could see it working in a way because one game you'll see chandler stepping up and then the next game you'll see ben making plays but don't you think it's kind of similar to the lsu quarterback situation where the two Frontline guys or the veteran guys, but the best guy in the room might be the younger guy, which is Zion Chris, but he's not getting the job because he's the younger guy. With in LSU is Walker Howard, 
and it's just because they're not knowing the playbook. But do you think we'll get a chance to see him this year? You know, I I had that conversation um, Saturday. I I don't think you want to th- unless you're just going to go to him now, which I don't think they're going to do. Um, I I don't know that. The quarterback, you know, most a lot of guys in that situation who you think are really talented, you would play like the last four games of the year because you you could do that and not lose the red shirt. But I don't know if you can do that with a quarterback. I I, I think you either make the call now or you just you just you just wait until next year. I, I just I, if you're going to red shirt him, which is fine. I mean, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that decision, but I I, I think you, you got to do it now. Or you just wait because think about it. Unless they just lose like every game, and, and, and they get to where they have now. If they get to if they lose like five in a row or six in a row, and you want to play them the last four, to, then, then that I'm for. But as long as you still have a chance for a winning season, I think you got to just roll with what you got. Okay. Now another question. I well another statement I want to make is this team is still talented and. I want y'all to think about the last two years you have had. We won a lot of close games, and we still in a lot of close games. Like the game we lost Saturday was a close game. And if things were to work out another way, like we fumbled a punt, we had a bad snap, it it, it could have easily go the other oh, way. Oh, absolutely. A lot of our, right. A lot of our games the last two years could have easily go the other way. Like, we could have easily been 7-5. Absolutely, or, yes. You know, so I'm just saying, like, it, it's just the way the ball bounces sometimes. Like, we could have easily have the same, like, a different record the past two years. So, yes. I mean, y'all got to think about it. Like, I agree. It, no, I, 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 I absolutely agree. Games. If in it, the it, – Take out the Katrina game, just against Monroe, because I think some people have this elitist attitude about Monroe. But just with Monroe, if if you throw in a missed 23-yard field goal and a snap the ball over the punter's head, give him the ball at the 8-yard line, and any one of those other games, they lose them all. So, no, you, uh, your point is well made. Yes. You know, I mean, they have they have a couple games a few years ago that I went to. I mean, if the ball just would have bounced the other way, we would have lose those games. And yes. our record could have we could have lose five games easily in those season. Even if the the, uh, the 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 year we lost just one game, I mean, we could have easily lose four games that year. Yes. You, you know. No, you're now correct. I wanna, now I want to jump into the Saints, uh, the offensive coordinator situation. If he was a such of a good offensive coordinator. Why haven't he been got a job with another team? He's done some interviewing, but yeah, he's never been hired. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Exactly my point. So I mean, everybody, this is a point I made yesterday, and I don't know how to really put it into words, but everybody is expecting this team to be Sean Payton and Drew Brees 2.0, and it's not. They got to give this team time to find their own identity with James Winston and Dennis Allen and Pete Cox, you know, they got to find their own identity. And it's not everything is not James Winston's fault. You know, I've seen some routes where they got to give it time to develop, and James has to hold the ball a little longer. And the offensive line is not giving him time to the, – the routes time to develop, you know, and he has to take the sack. I mean, <laughs> everything is not on him. 
you know. Look, si- yeah. look, six years into Peyton Breeze, Peyton and Breeze had a stretch where f- over a six-year stretch, they only had one year where they did better than two and two. Th- this slow starting thing is not a new thing. This has been something I've been complaining about for years. This ain't a Jameis thing. This ain't a Pete Carmichael thing. This has been going on for years. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, I wish it would stop. But the, the, but the key is, in, in, a, in si- not all of those years, but in several of those years, after this first three or four games, the, the level of play went up. So we're about to, you know, hopefully we're about to find out that that could happen. We're about to see if that could happen or not. Hey, half of the people don't watch football outside of their sink. I mean, half of the league is one and two. Half of the league is on a slow start right now. I mean, come on, bro. You got to open your eyes and look at the whole league right now. I mean, how many teams are 3-0 right now? How many teams are on a fast start and have everything clicking on full cylinders? You know, that's all around football right now, college football and in the NFL. And in high school football, nobody's on a fast start right now. I mean, everybody got to get everything going right. I mean, there are a couple, but not there are a couple, but not a lot. That's true. No, I I I think you're correct. I appreciate the call. Thank you for the for perspective, sir. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. All right. Um. But again, the way you combat that stuff is like I was talking earlier. You got to do the ninety percent plus things. Like, you can't 23-yard field goals, 30-yard field goals, not letting the other team score when you hand the football off. Those things can happen. The way to survive this early season, especially in transition, is to do the 90% things. You do, though, you NFL kickers making kicks. All those are 90-plus percent things. You do all those things, then you can help ease the transition. You know, and, 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 and then maybe by the time that, every, that, that you start working out the kinks, you, your, your record is still pretty good. And you can get on a streak and do something. It's like I always say in baseball, you got to avoid the sweep. So when you get hot, your record looks good. So you're not climbing up a huge mountain. It's um it's it's crazy. But you gotta do the ba- and, and and the the Saints did not do the basics, and that includes the officials. And in the Cajun game, they didn't do the basics. You do the 90% things, you still win the game. And that'd be pretty, but you still win the game, and then you can work on those other 50 and 60% things. Would, would a win instead of everybody being angry and depressed. All right, let's do this. It's, we, uh, we went way too long on that segment. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll get to more of your phone calls on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers in the Houston Astros. Kevin Foote. The real An award-winning journalist, popular sports talk show host, and a man who apparently moonlights as a doctor. A medicine season of a different strand in 12, obviously, because the criminal commissioner decided to inflict them with with the, the whole bounty gate silliness. His descriptions of illnesses are extremely concise. Not 
a normal strand of a medicine season. It was a different strand. This out of the blue from Timbuktu and all of this bounty gate silliness. Dr. Foot is ready to write a prescription for what ails your favorite team here, here. with more footnotes on the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Welcome back to Footnotes on the Game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Before we get back to the game hotline, we'd like to tell you, remind you about the 13th Gate giveaway. If you would like to win VIP tickets to the legendary Haunted House attraction where you don't have to wait in line with all others, you can scream and scream and scream while they're waiting in line, simply register for the Game Rewards Club at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com today, and you might win a pair of tickets. VIP tickets at a 13th gate, courtesy of Midnight Productions and the Game 1037. Lafayette 1041, Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. 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 Kevin. Yes, sir. How you doing this morning? Oh, I'm I trying. Like I'm trying. <laughs> Two comments on the Saints. Uh, I just want to begin by saying I'm a diehard Saint fan. I've been pulling for them since that inception. Even lost friends almost because I was pulling for them so much and didn't want to hear all that noise. However, the last three games, I mean, the, the, our last three games, of which were the first three games, have been terrible. Yes. And I know we've had some bad calls. We've had some fumbles. But worse than that, Kevin, is our quarterback play. He hasn't been terrible. He's been horrible. You check and see, or if you watch the game very closely, there's no such thing as a check down for him. I don't get it. He he gets the snap. He looks left, and he's got to throw left. He looks right. He's got to throw right. He's passed up open receivers short to try and force the ball along. It's been horrible. They scored 13 points in quarters one and three in three games. You know, that, I mean, that's horrible. And, and it, it, It's not I, good, I, but I again. I haven't given up on him, however. No, but, 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 but again. a bit better this week. Why? He can throw in the towel. Well, why? I, I, you know, why he's not, like, they even talked yesterday. His dad told him, check down, check down. But. And so I think he needs to do more of that. And I still, I'm still not seeing those 15 to 20 yard outs. Uh, to me, that that should be part of this offense too. But anyway, uh, but you got to make field goals. I mean, you just got to. I, especially when you're struggling on offense, when you hit a drive and you get inside the 20, you this is the NFL. You got to make field goals. Will Lutz is killing this team. Killing. Well. And and that's so true. And and that's some other problems they have. I think Allen, it doesn't look like he has a good handle on those guys, and, and and numerous problems. But the offense usually goes as your quarterback goes. And right now, our quarterback is not going. I mean, if if he's injured and that's hampering his his skills, then get his behind out of there. I know you don't like Dalton. You don't think much of him. But Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, he, he's not that bad. I mean, give him a shot. Let the ball get well if he if he's hurting. If he's not, if he can't handle it, then 
I don't know what we could do, but it's not a pretty thing right now. No, it's if not they don't pretty. Do better in London. Gotta win. Gotta win. Yes, sir. Gotta win. All right. Thank buddy. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. You know what the other two supposed options were? Russell Wilson, who has done nothing so far, although his team's two and one. Team's two and one because the defense is playing tremendous, and they haven't. Well, he has missed a few field goals, but he's also made some. Every it seems like every kick he, he kicks is like 55, 57 yards. Not good. Their offense has been miserable, but they they're two and one. And um, and then you know Deshaun Watson, who's not going to play for a while. Again, I, I'm I'm about winning now, but I'm also about the like you have to find out like the like the cheaters, our friend Dwight. Like, they're going to be, at the end of this season, they're going to be three years into this Trey Lance thing, and they're not going to have any idea how good he is or if he's their future. None. Because Jameis got hurt right before when you were starting, like, you, you really don't know, and then now we're still getting preseason. Like, he hasn't played a midseason game yet. We still don't know. Like, yeah, when, I mean, I want to win, and I, I want to win today, and I want to win now. But you also have to know if he's going to be your starting quarterback next year. Again, the injury thing, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I said last week, I have no idea, and neither do you. We're all guessing. We have no idea whether the poor play is because he's injured or, or, or just some, you know, maybe it's 20% of the reason or 20 or 30% of the reason, and Carmichael and the offensive line and – Certain guys not playing hard or well or whatever. I mean, uh, there's all kind of reasons. But they got to find out. I mean, Andy Dalton ain't the future, folks. He's just not. All right, let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. Kevin. Yes, sir. It's a lot of knuckleheads, man. Look, people, people... The first person they go harp on is, is Jameis Winston for all our problems and everything. But people keep forgetting, like you always make us remember, okay? It's a team game, okay? Ain't nobody mentioning one time about how, they, how, how in the hell he he will move around and make plays when he can't stay on stay upright because the offensive line is killing them. They, they, our offensive line looks terrible, man. It looks terrible. People running scot free to him all day long, and nobody talking about that. It's like he got to do everything. So if he's not doing it now, everybody on his case. But the offensive line looks bad, man. It looks bad right now. Andrews Pete is killing us, and we getting killed in the middle. We better right now at running the ball, block block running that we all pass blocking. I'm telling you right now, this offensive line is not looking good, pass protecting. It's not. It's not. So he's having the same problem every other quarterback is going to have. You got to run for your life on every down. It's not going to be good, man. It's not going to be good. We got some guys that's all these guys we're supposed to have signed in the offseason and everything and make this big, big splash and stuff and everything. But where are they? Where are they? Where are our guys at? And and answer your question about Alave, Alave gets open a lot because he's quick. He separates. That's why he's always open. So that's why Winston kind of have a you know a good rhythm with him. He's open. He gets open. But the other guys are having trouble getting open and stuff. Michael Thomas is not, he's never a burner and stuff, you know. So what do you expect from him? He won't get downfield and make all kind of plays and stuff. And 
the guy that made the, the great catch yesterday, Callaway, he's not even getting involved in the offense. Yeah, I mean, I think he's you know, a talented he's, guy. He's not but... even getting involved with the offense. I mean, he got hands. Why are we not using him? At, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's a bunch of things, but everybody can hop on the quarterback. But the quarterback is running for his life the way Joe Burrow ran last year. Running for your life, man. And, and he's coming off a knee injury, too. Everybody keeps forgetting he's coming off an ACL. So if you're running for your life all the time, it's hard to get in the rhythm and maneuver when you're running about your knee and everything else that, that's around you. And Come on, he, man. And, you know, so, and, and he's supposed to have a – Tyron Matthew, where you at, man? Because he ain't made a play yet. Every game he's out of position. He's getting ran over, and he's blowing coverages. So who's getting on him? Everybody's getting on just Winston like he's the only guy on the team. But this team stinks right now, man. Overall, it stinks. And our coaching is terrible because, like I told you before, who is Dennis Allen? He was a clown show in Oakland with the Raiders. Once you get a history of who you are, that's who you are, Cat. So all of a sudden you won't get with a better team and get under a new coach. And all of a sudden you become a genius, a la Matt Patricia. That don't work that way. Okay? So we got major problems all over the board, not just Winston. I don't, I so don't think Dennis Allen's the problem. We can't protect Winston. It's all for nothing, man. So we got to start protecting first, then we can start with him. But if he ain't getting protected, it doesn't matter who back there. I mean, it ain't going to be nothing magic happening. Well, no, again, I think they have to protect him better. But I do think they have to get better at, you know, the check downs thing is an issue. But, again, like I know the ball was tipped. 41, catch the football. I mean, again, yeah. I always say, I Joe, mean, that the most athletic thing on every football field is the football. And you have supposedly an elite athlete here catch the football. Yeah, I mean. That's a that, like that's said, first man, and goal at what, the seven or eight yard line if he just catches the football. There's a lot of problems everywhere, though. You know, no, like there's I no said, question. Those, like, it's you know, many and, of them. Like, like I said, everybody want to hop to the quarterback. But again, Ronnie, cool. but again, if you just, if the other team don't score when you hand it off, the official don't make a call, and an NFL kicker makes an, a kick. Inside of fifty yards, one of them was a thirty yarder. Then you win, even with all yeah. that other issues. Yeah, you win if ninety percent things get done. Ninety percent of the uh, time. And like you said, like your special team is killing us too, man. Right now, I mean, that was supposed really to be the strength good, of this team. You know, and stupid I mean, Will Lutz can't make a kick. The whole shebang is just it, it, just in flux right now. And look. The preseason game stuff, not playing in preseason and all that, all that's cool. But that excuse, once once the third week comes around, that excuse is old. I don't want to hear nothing about this preseason stuff and all this kind of stuff because we keep saying that we'll it's, be in eight it's, it's in week still eight. Pre-season. We still talking about all the preseason. Well, no, in week eight, then that's stuff. over with. That's you know? over with. That's over with. I mean, these are grown men. They've been in the league long enough to kind of, you know, so, I mean, preseason is preseason. That's done. They had a couple of games on their belt now. Now it's time to get it together because we got to play Minnesota no, it's, and, it, and everything. It, it's time, yes. to fall to one and three, one and four and all that because we'll be out the race quick. We don't have 30 games. Every time we lose a game, people say, oh, it's still early. It's still early. Oh, it's still early. We only got 17 games. They, like they added one game. like they added 10. They only added one. So it's still trouble time once you get behind the eight ball early in the season. You gotta win Sunday. Behind, no, gotta win Sunday. Yes. You know, so we got to win Sunday. All this is still early stuff. Every game counts. We don't have 30. We got just 17. Talk to you later. Foot. All right. Take care. Now, again, I'm not a it's it is still early, but I'm not I'm not really that much of a oh, this game don't matter that much. It's still early. When I say preseason, I'm talking about the level of play 
that could be expected because I just seen it too often. I mean, I just, um, I, it's just, I've seen way too many teams, the first two or three games, they're just kind of feeling their way through it. They just, that's just, that's just what is going on in the NFL. Now, Kind of to what Darren was talking about, there are a few teams that are off to really hot starts. Yeah, there are. Not everybody is really, really struggling. I mean, the Bills lost yesterday, but they're they're not their offense is not in preseason mode. But a lot of them are. Again, if you saw that game last night, you would say you you know they're not on the same page. Their offenses didn't look good at all. They're still in preseason mode. They got a lot of teams in preseason mode right now. I'll tell you one thing, though. It's nice to run the football. Boy, the Bears did that. Oh, man. All right. We'll take a timeout. Come back with more on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Are you fluent in Footlish? Not to worry. We're here to help with the Footlish Dictionary. Z28. Z28. Now, a running back with great speed and start and go ability, like a Chevy Camaro that plays for the New Orleans Saints, also known as Alvin Camara. Now, back to the man with his very own language, Kevin Foote and Footnotes. Welcome back to Footnotes on the Game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers. And the Houston Astros want to remind you about the game clubhouse. If you would like to get all kind of great prizes or be eligible for them anyway, Mr. Lester Steakhouse, $150, $50 to have Shell Oyster House, or $25 to Mabel's Kitchen, which if you need to be... To be eligible for all this, you need to join the game clubhouse by going to 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com today. It's free. It's simple. So sign up today. All right. The game hotline is 706-0111-706-0111. If you would like to get in, feel free to call. Um, One team we were just discussing off the air here that I think – has been largely misinterpreted. And I, on one hand, it's hard to explain. On the other hand, it's kind of easy to explain. And that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, they lost their first game. I think that was out Washington. But they crushed the Colts, who beat the Chiefs yesterday. And they went across country and beat the uh, the Chargers. Chargers have an injured quarterback. That is true. Uh, how much does his poor play have to do? But But they're struggling in the passing game. Austin Eckler's done nothing, nothing. He's done nothing. Mike Williams does nothing. And they don't have Keenan Allen. But but I think the reason why Jacksonville's doing well, it's kind of like, it's like a two or three game version of what happened in the Saints season opener last year. Where, this, where the, the, the Packers really didn't know what to expect from the Saints because they had all this newness. And the Saints did all these cool things and all that, and and most of it was unexpected, and they crushed the Packers. And I think Jacksonville has this new coach who is totally different, doing things totally different than he did last year. A lot of creativity. He did it. He did it in Philly. 
very creative on offense. And I think the lead, the, the defenses have not adjusted to what they're doing. They just have. And the other thing about Jacksonville is they're playing really good. Their, their defense is very underrated in terms of the national perception. Even last year, they were a clown show on offense, but they were not terrible on defense, even as bad as they were. They, they, were, they got some good defensive players. Jacksonville's very interesting. All right, let's go to the game hotline. Hello. Foot, what's up? Howdy. Well, uh, I, I bet you you glad that you didn't listen to the people and take McCaffrey and you took Josh Allen in the first round, huh? Oh, definitely. I mean, McCaffrey's done better than a lot of these people, but uh, but no, I, I'm I'm very happy. Yes. Foot, did you realize that that dude threw the ball 63 times yesterday? He he was physically exhausted at the end of that game. I, I well, hope they're gonna he, wear that he, cat he, he out. Through has sixty three passes. Uh, plus he plus he rushes the football a lot. And he's playing in the heat. I mean, uh, Buffalo is a great team, but how long can they go with just Josh Allen? Oh no, they, they run the ball yeah, zero. Yeah, he, he. Yeah, that's what I said last week. They got to run it more. Now, one thing that he's done, and maybe it's because of what you're talking about. You know, uh, there was a. Third or fourth down play in the in game two, where he just threw it like he underthrew the guy. It wasn't a long pass; it was just like a short pass out the backfield, and he just underthrew him. And he did the same thing at the goal line yesterday. Just kind of yeah, strange. That- I mean, he makes all these incredible passes down the field, and he has this little bitty short pass, and he underthrows him. And that was that was twenty one seventeen fourth and goal. With under two minutes left when he yeah. underthrew that guy at the goal line. Yep. It's weird. I was glad he did it. but uh, And, and for all I want to say is for all the people that, that, that doubted Tua, he just had no weapons, bro. It, it, it's amazing what weapons does. And now Tua, he's not setting the world on fire, but Tua is not a bad NFL quarterback. I even heard people say that Bridgewater was going to take Tua's job this year. I mean, how foolish is that? Again, but again, but but it's the point I've always made. So if he needs good players around him, how is he is he uh, Superman coming down from Mount Olympus, or is he one member of the football team? Like yeah, if you got if you need weapons at all, you, it, well, then you it's can't not the quarterback. I mean, and in last couple of years, he ha- he had nobody to throw the football to, no running game, and 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 people just went down on the on the kid, but. He's not a bad NFL quarterback. And no, Bridgewater is not taking his job. Come on, man. No, they, look, they're, I, I they're, mean, they're off to a about, great what start. Are you, what are you looking to the Miami Dolphins 3-0 start? Well, I mean, they, 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 they were fortunate to win two games. They very easily could be 1-2. Very easily. Oh, definitely. But, definitely but could do they, they, They've been fortunate. But, again, I picked them to go to the playoffs because – they have more weapons on offense, and they've been playing good defense for years now. It's not they're they're a good defensive team, I think, better than most. And, and so well, I think they play uh, good defense, and they have more weapons on offense. They have and they have options at running back. They have options at wide receiver. So that's why I picked them to go to the playoffs. They yeah, got that a game team. against Baltimore. I just threw it out the window, but the whole the whole. Buffalo to 17 points is, is, is a great accomplishment, I think. I mean, because Buffalo had 14 at halftime, and they scored three points besides the safety in the second half. That, that, that's a great defensive performance in the second half. All right, Foot, talk to you All later. right, thank you. Let's go back to the game hotline. Hello. 
Hello? No, not there. All right. No, again, it's um, the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins and Eagles were just talking about the only undefeated teams. You know, there, again, there are a lot of teams still essentially in preseason mode. and But if you can just do enough, do enough on defense, if you can be fortunate enough for the officials not to kill you, and if you can do the basic things well, master the basics, as I always say. Um, oh, that's true. The Giants could get to 3-0 and tonight. So that, yeah, there are two 3-0 and teams, but there's one that's 2-0 that could get to 3-0 and tonight, which I'm all for. I'll be pulling for them. I just hope. I just hope they don't give up any – they don't let the the Cowboys' defense go crazy so I can uh, win fantasy. I need, a, I need to have some consolation after this miserable start to the season. At least fantasy can kind of make me feel a little bit better. <laughs> a little bit better. Oh, man, it's just agonizing. And, of course, the Astros. I got to – Uh, the pressure of the postseason. I keep asking myself. I don't know if I'm ready for it. I don't know if I'm ready for it. I really, it's really been fun watching the Astros over the last couple of weeks because they've been mostly winning, except for Baltimore, who kind of owns them. Um, but for whatever reason, all of a sudden, um. But they've been, I don't know, it's just been fun. I mean, the games don't really have a lot of weight. Yeah, you always want to win. I don't think I don't think anybody really thinks the Yankees are going to catch them. What are they, six back with ten to go? They're not going to catch them. So I, I don't, and I, I, I don't even know it would be the worst thing. You know, a lot of people that believe that the, that the Yankees actually, it's that, that the better draw is actually going to be the team that finishes the two seed, the Yankees are actually going to have a better draw than the Astros. Who knows? We'll see how it works out. But because we don't even know who's going to be one, two, or three in the wild cards yet. But um, but it's been fun watching Astros. Not a lot of pressure. They've been playing pretty well. They played some exciting games. But all that fun's out the window once you get to the postseason. It's just agony on every pitch. I mean, just every pitch. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that postseason. <laughs> that postseason drama is something. I should be used to it now, but it, it just wears you out. It just wears me out for sure. All right, that'll do it for this segment. We'll take a time out, come back, finish out the show on this State of Numbness Monday edition of Footnotes. On the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. Welcome back to Footnotes. Kevin Foote on the game. Southwest Louisiana Sports Station, your home for the LSU Tigers and the Houston Astros. You know, it was kind of funny yesterday in the NFL. Kind of towards a couple, up to the point a couple of callers made today. 
most fans or many fans, I don't know about most, but many fans are kind of like me. You kind of follow your team and you pay attention to the other, but you don't really, you might follow it on the scores, but you don't really watch a lot of other games or at least nowhere near, you might flick here and there, but but you don't really watch the teams real closely like you do your team. And so you tend to think that you're the only one that have this issue or that issue or whatever. But, um, with you know, all the preseason hype about how good the AFC West was. And they, what a big day for the Broncos yesterday. Everybody else in the division lost. The Raiders are 0-3. The Raiders are 0-3. And let me see here. Let me um, – let's see. I haven't looked at next week's schedule yet. They play Denver at home. I mean, it's just like a must win. I mean, it's a must – like they – Got to win that game, uh, or they're in in deep trouble. If I was Denver, I would not like that game at Las Vegas at the Raiders when they're zero and three. Not good. I didn't know that's who the Broncos are playing the next week. I don't. I don't really. I don't really like that that matchup. The other it, there there are several issues that we'll get to as the week more issues as the week goes on with the Saints. But the other thing that I did not like yesterday was onside kicking. First of all, first of all, Will Lutz is terrible at it. So, I mean, you know, I'd be willing to say, okay, you're just not good at it. If he made you kicks, Will Lutz is really on my nerves right now. Not only, and again, onside kicking is it is what it is. It's a desperation move. You're in a desperation situation. This is not a ninety percent situation. But Will Lutz is really on my nerves. He can't make kicks, and when he does, why onside kick with him? He's terrible at it. Terrible. Plus, I don't, I don't think you onside kick. I disagreed with that. Pin him back. If you're going to get the ball with 25, 30 seconds, you want it at midfield. What good does it do to get the ball at your own 10-yard line with 25 and no timeouts? That's stupid. I, I didn't I didn't, I didn't, didn't agree with that decision at all to onside kick right there. I think it was 235. You get the two-minute warning, you at least could get the ball. You could you know run one or two plays or at least get a Hail Mary off. Like, what good does it do to onside kick when Will Lutz is terrible? Man, Will Lutz is killing this football team. He has got to start up and down. No more of that horizontal kicking. He's better than that. What is he doing? Awful. Awful. All right, that'll do it. Hope you all have a better day than me. Take care.